Welcome to the Dell EMC Energy Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about energy IT transformation. Hello everyone, Bruce Hall here and welcome to another Dell EMC Energy Power Chat. And today we're going to go deeper into the world of connected digital operations and talk about audio video capture and processing. And our guest is Mr. Chris Lynch, who's a connected digital operations solutions architect. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm great, Bruce. Thanks for having me. And welcome back to the podcast. And could we start with a little bit of your background, please? Sure. My name is Chris Lynch. I'm in the energy vertical, Dell Technologies. I've been working oil and gas for, geez, 32 years. My how time flies. Started actually with Amico Production Company, doing programming and system architecture, and moved into enterprise data architecture, and then worked with SAIC and Halliburton doing digital oil field, the digital architectures for about the last 10, 12 years before I came to EMC in summer of 2014. And I've been working since then around the whole idea of digital oil field, connectable digital operations, focused around leveraging our technology in the field, obviously more around IoT in the recent time, where we can put solutions in the field that can leverage our technology. And Chris, you mentioned the Internet of Things related to oil and gas. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of how IoT is being used in that arena? We've really seen four different areas where IoT is being used effectively, specifically in oil field operations. Number one, how can they capture stranded data where they've got some data in the field available, either through other devices or through potential devices, and they're just not able to capture that data and use it. So we put a device at the edge to allow them to capture that stranded data. The second thing, and we're seeing a lot of this, is how do I capture higher velocity data? Typically, a lot of these process control networks have a lower velocity bandwidth, and so they're putting a edge device on top of it with a secure firewall or even a data diode that allow them to capture much more higher velocity data. So specifically, we'll look at an example around artificial lift optimization, where today they may be capturing one item per 15 minutes. We can go in and capture data all the way down to one per second, so they can do a lot more detailed analytics around that data. The third thing that we're seeing around IoT is where they're putting more applications and analytics at the edge. These edge analytics then can be used to do either real-time analytics or intelligent alerting, or even be used in some level of artificial intelligence and machine learning, where they're taking that information from hundreds of different devices, bringing it up to the core, doing deep learning models, and then pushing uh, scoring models back to the edge that could be used in the context of the analytics. That's going a little bit slower because it typically takes a little a bit larger device, but that's definitely going to be phase two. And the last thing that we're seeing is what I called more of the unstructured data sources or the non-typical data types where historically they just have not been able to use them. And those are things around video or audio or even thermographic imaging that's definitely making a big impact on their bottom line. Chris, let's drill down into the last one you mentioned, unstructured data, more specifically audio-video. What are some of the use cases within oil and gas for audio-video data? It's really exciting what people are going with with this whole new realm of using audio and video and things like thermographic imaging. Typically, that data could never be brought back because it was such a large impact on the bandwidth and the backhaul from a cost point of view. And we're seeing people being able to use that data more at the edge and just do more analytics and send the most important or metadata back to be used in the context of the workflows. So specifically, we're seeing things like remote event monitoring for site surveillance. 
and events will be driven by some level of analytics. We're seeing audio monitoring. So if the audio signature changes, it'll actually kick up an event and tell someone to come and look at it. We're doing leak detection where we have thermographic imaging of gas or even doing just simple things like doing a video walkthrough along a pipeline and seeing that the color of the earth has changed and kicking off an analytics And then thermographic imaging is really big right now. We're seeing that you can see exactly the tops of the different hydrocarbons in these tanks, and it gives them a better understanding of how much is in the tanks, the the fill rates, and things like that, where previously you'd have to use like a, it's called a C1D1, which is a classification for explosion. You can now use thermographic imaging. And the last thing is all of these then could be put together in what we call virtual site tours. So no matter what type of environment you have, what type of well, what type of pump, what type of specific hydrocarbon extraction models you're using, you can put these different elements of these uh, unstructured data stores together in a virtual tour and say, okay, every day at 10 a.m., run this virtual tour for three minutes, looking for these certain things, looking for these certain analytics, and you can go and look at it anytime. And then obviously you put that together with event-driven where if someone maybe comes in with a truck or connects in to download some data, I um, mean, some, some hydrocarbons, you can actually see that going on and get all your key information so you can continuously do auditing and other things like that. So when you put it all together, I think the real thing is going to be, you know, how people are going to be innovative in using this next level of data. And clearly Dell with our technology is going to be at the forefront with them. Sounds like a lot of untapped potential and doesn't sound like there's a lot having been done with this yet. Maybe you can tell us what are the business benefits for these use cases? So the main thing we're seeing is kind of the obvious thing, which is manpower optimization through these virtual site tours. And not only manpower optimization in terms of not going to the site, but having a better idea of what they need when they go to site to fix something. So for example, if you see something in your real-time data that shows you some sort of intelligent alert, you can actually go and look at that with your video and listen to it with your audio. And you'd be amazed at some of these experienced folks who have been doing this work for so long just by hearing and seeing, they can pretty much say what is wrong with it. And they now they have the right tools, the right parts to streamline that whole logistics process. The other real area, and I think this area is actually less understood, is the whole risk profile reduction. If you're cutting your manpower driving 50% and you're reducing that windshield time, you're reducing your risk to potential issues. I mean, quite frankly, a lot more than 50%, somewhat, you know, astronomically. And that risk profile then not only leads to lower costs, again, with resource reductions, but with your specific risk profile and lower insurance and lower opportunities for tort litigation. So that's a big area we're seeing as well. And then, of course, the last one is just simple auditing, where someone says, hey, I've been out to your site 12 times, and you go back and you look at your events, and they've only been out there three times. And people have caught a lot of that. So making sure people send them the right bills, send them the right profiles of what they've done on their on-site. You mean people would not report what they actually did honestly? There's some situations that arise. The other thing is some people, they call it leakage, which is a term meaning people come and take some oil or say they got 50 barrels and they really got 55. And so the whole idea is you can now, through this audio event and SCADA integration, tie this all together and capture the data you need around these specific audits. And it's been very, very helpful. How is audio video data transmitted, stored, processed, and utilized within oil and gas? 
We work a lot with our partners, like partners like Twin Eagle Consulting, who are implementing all the networks and connectivity in the field. And so we work with them to make sure we understand what type of connectivity, what type of throughput they would have. And then based on that throughput, we'll put a specific distributed architecture model in place. And we're finding that in order to really not clog the bandwidth or to reduce the costs of the backhaul, we're doing a lot of it at the edge. So we're actually keeping the full video or the key components of the video at the edge, and we're allowing analytics to focus what you're looking at. Again, whether it's someone coming on site, whether it's a leak, whether it's a thermographic imaging, we just look at that specific area you need to do your workflow and do your job. A lot of people are then sending that metadata up to whether it's a cloud or to a data center or to a local office to be able to see what they want to do. And then if they need to go on, they can jump onto their camera system and look at more detail what's going on. So most of it we're seeing people want to do at the edge. A lot of it we're seeing that people just want to send the event context. So for example, a lot of customers have these remote wells and they have to flare gas. And one of the biggest issues is if you do not actually flare it, meaning if it doesn't catch on fire, you can be fined by the EPA. And what we've seen is people just put a little camera out there. And when that flare goes on, they're doing a video, but maybe every five or 10 seconds, they're just sending one simple image to prove that it actually went off and that it flared as opposed to just kicked off gas. And so that's what we're seeing a lot of where they're actually doing most of it at the edge. What products is Dell offering to manage audio and video data? Well, that's a good question and something that Dell Technology is really proud about. We have a complete Dell Technologies surveillance organization, whether it's around the IoT, whether it's around distributed architecture, or whether it's at the core with our large unstructured data sets systems from around Isilon, ECS, et cetera. We can provide any of that capability from the edge core to cloud. Specifically, what we're talking about right here in terms of oil field operations We've seen most people using a 3002 to do what I call event processing, where we'll just kick an event and some data up. It's not doing advanced analytics. Most of our customers are using the 5100 gateway, where they'll actually be able to run more advanced analytics and then use the higher end storage device to keep all that video locally. And we've seen a lot of work around that with companies like Pixel Velocity, Arundo Technologies and others that we think is really changing the way they run their business. But again, even though we're talking about operations, I believe what we're doing as a company around the whole video surveillance, and whether it's video, whether it's audio, whether it's drone, whether it's LiDAR, whether it's ever kind of data, and how Dell Technologies can manage all of that from the edge core to cloud, that's the real answer to everybody. And look, whatever solution you need, whether it's a virtualized model, whether it's a large UDS structure, whether it's a local edge model, Dell can deliver. We're talking with Chris Lynch, our Connected Digital Operations Solutions Architect, about audio, video, data capture and processing for oil and gas. And Chris, where can listeners go to find more info on managing audio and video data? As I mentioned earlier, Bruce, Dell Technologies is putting a lot of effort and a lot of money into the overall surveillance organization. Again, whether it's IoT, whether it's core, or whether it's cloud enablement, and we have a really nice website with a lot of good information called Dell Technologies IoT Solution for Surveillance. They can go out there and they can find a whole bunch of different things on how Dell Technologies can help them deliver their specific needs. Chris Lynch, great stuff. And you've given us a lot of information about a largely untapped data stream that sounds like it could provide a lot of benefit for oil and gas in the audio and video space. Any final thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, Bruce, the whole area of using video and audio to enable business success is really just beginning to be tapped. I mean, a lot of people historically have used typical, what I'll call video around surveillance security. But as we get to that next level of analytics and where we can get where artificial intelligence and everything really starts to take off, I think everything's going to be exploding tremendously. And then you incorporate that with a complete distributed architecture capability from a company like Dell. It's just going to only continue to grow. And quite frankly, I think the whole area of drones is even going to take off more, but that's a story for another time. Chris, sounds like you gave us a great segue to our next podcast, and hopefully we can have you back soon on another Dell Energy Power Chat. Thank you very much.